This is Your Morning Basket, where we help you bring truth, goodness, and beauty to your homeschool day. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 48 of the Your Morning Basket podcast. I'm Pam Barnhill, your host, and I'm so happy you're joining me here today. Well, I have to tell you that I am super excited about this episode of the podcast because this is the episode where I get to introduce you to my new book all about morning time. It's called Better Together, and I wrote it for homeschooling families to introduce them to the concept of morning time and how coming together as a family and learning together can be a great, efficient, fun, community-building way to learn. And so today I'm on the podcast with my community manager, Dawn Garrett, and we're going to be talking about the book, What's Inside, Why It Might Be For You, How Lots of Different Families Can Use Morning Time, and also how you can get a special bonus if you get your copy before March 31st. So we're going to be talking about all of those things in the next few minutes. But first, this word from our sponsor. This episode of the Your Morning Basket podcast is brought to you by Classical Academic Press, publisher of the award-winning Writing and Rhetoric series, which trains your students in grades three to nine to write and speak effectively. Assuming that students learn best by reading excellent whole story examples of literature and by growing their skills through imitation, the writing and rhetoric method employs fluent reading, careful listening, models for imitation, and progressive steps. Exercises in the writing and rhetoric series are cumulative, meaning that later exercises incorporate and build upon the skills acquired in the preceding ones. It does not skip from form to form, leaving the others behind, but rather establishes a solid foundation of mastery by blending the forms. This series truly is a step-by-step apprenticeship in the art of writing and rhetoric. Many of history's greatest writers became great through the use of this effective and uncomplicated method, and your student can too. Moreover, the Writing and Rhetoric series has been touted by busy homeschool moms, including me, as an easy-to-use or open-and-go without sacrificing rich content and skill building. Moms also say their children have moved from dreading their writing assignments to eagerly anticipating them each week while making great progress. The first few chapters of each current Writing and Rhetoric levels are available for free at classicalacademicpress.com. You can try before you buy. In addition, as a Your Morning Basket podcast listener, you can save 20% off all writing and rhetoric materials at classicalacademicpress.com through December 2018 by using the coupon code PAM20. And now, on with the podcast. Hello, hello, everyone. I am here today with my cohort in crime. Actually, we're not very criminal, are we? No. We're kind of boring. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of. Yeah, we're kind of boring homeschool moms. Anyway, I'm here today with Dawn Garrett, who is my partner. And you're just like the best morning time co-host ever. The Ed McMahon to my Johnny Carson. How are you doing? (laughs) That's a lot of pressure. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty Johnny sh- Carson. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I'm not nearly as funny as Ed McMahon. And then we've lost like half of our <laughs> listeners totally now because they have no idea who we're talking about. Maybe we should say, 
oh wait, who is it? Jimmy Kimmel and I don't even know who his co-host is. Oh, Andy? Richter. Yes. Yes. See, we're They're- hip and young and with the times. <laughs> and in bed by 10 p.m. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, anyway, thank you, Dawn, for being here with me today to talk about kind of a new special project we've got coming out that I am super excited about. I'm super excited about it on one hand because it's done. <laughs> this has There's been a so labor of work. love. Yes. Yes. But I'm also super excited to bring a new morning time resource to families. Yes. Because it's such a valuable part of our day and helping families to succeed with their homeschooling. And so I think that just will make it really, the community is going to love it. I hope so. I really hope so. Well, let's talk a little bit about what, what we're talking about. So we have a new book coming out. Um, we, wait, let, change that pronoun, please. I have a new book coming out. I have a new book coming out. It feels like a team effort, honestly, with all the help that you've given me and some of the other people. We'll mention them later. But yeah, I have a new book coming out and it is called Better Together, Strengthen Your Family, Simplify Your Homeschool and Savor the Subjects That Matter Most. Morning Time does all of those things. It does. And so (laughs) I think it's a pretty good title because... We struggled with it for quite a while, but I was pretty happy about it when once we got it together and our Your Morning Basket Moms community actually helped they us did. come up with that one. Yeah. So they did some voting and some editing. Yep. Very much so. Well, and so I want to talk a little bit about how this book is different because I have had a book on my website, which was a digital guide. We called it a digital guide to morning time. And it had a number of different parts and pieces and everything like that. And it was called Your Morning Basket. And it's been out for a couple of years now. And it was a really good resource. And actually, the Better Together book is about, I would say, 75% the same as Your Morning Basket. So we took it and I kind of rearranged things and organized things differently and added about 25% new and additional content to create the Better Together book. But I I did it for a few different reasons. Okay. So I got an email just the other day saying, do you have a print copy of this book? Is that one of the reasons? Yeah, that is very much (laughs) one of the reasons. Because there are a lot of people who do like to read things in print, as opposed to having a digital copy. And so we wanted to be able to, you know, put kind of a a small trade paperback print version, you know, on Amazon and in different bookstores so that people could, you know, buy it and read it that way, underline it, share it with their friends. I know that has come up a lot in our community. There are people who, you know, want to get a copy for their friends and the ebook is a little cumbersome for doing that. Right. I love being able to just Oh my gosh, this has been so helpful and hand somebody a book. They're more likely to read it than, you know, if I send them a PDF. And of course, there are issues with sharing PDFs with copyrights and stuff. So being able to share a hardcover or a paper book is really important. Yeah, yeah. So that was one of the reasons that we wanted to do it. And I do want to say that for those of you who have purchased your morning basket, we will send you an updated PDF. Of right. the new book. Now, we can't send out a print copy to everybody. <laughs> that would be bad. My husband would be upset. But 
you know, you, you'll be able to find it on Amazon or things like that, but we will send you the updated PDF if you are in your, in your account on pambarnhill.com. Yeah. We're going to put it on the, your morning basket page where your current PDF copy is. We'll put the new one there so you can have an updated PDF too. Yes. But another reason why I wanted to make changes to the book was because your morning basket and the title your morning basket and kind of when I first started when I first started writing about morning time I was writing to people who knew what morning time was when I first wrote your morning basket I really wanted to reach those people who kept coming to coming to me or coming to some of my friends who had we had chatted about it and saying how do I do this morning time thing you keep talking about you know, there's there's some resources online, but I really would like a step-by-step guide, a step-by-step instruction, and lots of ideas and resources on how to do morning time. And at that time, there really wasn't a comprehensive step-by-step guide. And so that was why I did it. But I was really trying to help people who knew what the idea of morning time was. And then as it's grown and as it's grown, I realized there are a lot of people out there who Morning time could be helpful to them, but maybe they don't even know what the practice is. They've never heard of it before, or they have some preconceived notions about morning time that would keep them from picking up a book called Your Morning Basket. Right. And there are a lot of people who think it's, oh, it's just for those people, or oh, it's just, I couldn't work that into my day, or blah, blah. I mean, there are all these reasons why people think it wouldn't be helpful to them. And yet I think it is pretty much helpful to almost anybody. Yeah, I think, well, and the flexibility of it makes it such that you could do your version of morning time and get the benefits from it without, you know, without your morning time looking like mine or looking like Dawn's. And actually mine and Dawn's morning time look nothing like each other. (laughs) Not a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. And so, but it still works for both of us. And so trying to come up with, you know, a new name (laughs) that kind of encompassed what we felt was one of the best and biggest benefits of morning time. So that's the, the reason why we switched the name. And then a name that didn't kind of assume that the reader knew what morning time was. So morning time, you said that there were a lot of people who were already doing something like this in their schools and you were kind of talking to people who were already putting these things together and helping them to find resources. Were there people in particular who were inspirational to you and how did you take what other people were already talking about and pull it together into a book? Well, you know, it's funny because when I came to the concept of morning time, I came to morning time through one particular path. You know, I heard about it. I'm pretty sure from Cindy or from Misty or Brandy. And, you know, those are my Scully sisters and we'll link to them in the show notes for this episode. And I heard about it from them and came to it from that direction. But as I started the podcast and started talking to all of these other moms, The story that I heard over and over again was, I've been doing this for years. I just didn't know it had a name. Right. So why do you think so many people have been doing it for years and it didn't have a name and it didn't have this kind of cohesive concept within the community? You know, I think because it's just, it's such common sense. (laughs) It's really, you know... (laughs) I mean, it's it's a smart way to do things. It's, you know, it's efficient. 
it makes life easy for mom in a lot of ways. I mean, it, you know, it has its issues, especially if you kind of build up this perfectionist view of it in your head. <laughs> and I think it was easier for these moms kind of before the internet. If you go back and think about like Angela Board and Jen McIntosh and, uh, you know, even to some extent, Brandy Vinsel, uh, Kendra Fletcher, who wrote one of the earliest books about morning time, Circle Time, you know, I'm forgetting the subtitle, but it's like the, the best. best part of your day or yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. And even you who, you know, that you were kind of inspired by that little book long ago. I think those moms in a lot of ways had it easier because there wasn't this preconceived notion of what morning time should look like, you know? Yeah. And there were no morning time plans out there. And while our morning time plans can be a great help to people, I think we have to be careful that we don't think about morning time as being kind of this one way path, this very narrow path that yeah. you, you have to do things a certain way. And so these moms were almost free, freer in their coming up with their own morning time practice because they didn't have all of this other noise out there. Sure. And yet they saw such benefit in it. I remember hearing Cindy say once that as she thought about new things that they wanted to do in their homeschool, she always thought, how could I put this into morning time? So they were able to be really creative with how they scheduled that time too. Oh yeah, totally. And and so, yeah, I almost think for them, there was somewhat of a benefit. Now, on the flip side of that coin, there's so many resources available for people, you know, just going to different blogs and looking and seeing. I mean, we're constantly sharing other bloggers' yeah. morning time posts. This is how I'm doing my morning time. Not so much for, you know, definitely not for comparison purposes or to make somebody feel right. like, well, gee, look at her morning time over here. You know, her morning time is two hours long, Don Garrett. You know, <laughs> it's <laughs> only an hour and a half. <laughs> you can get ideas and inspiration from other people's morning times and take what works for you and then leave the rest behind. Right. Absolutely. And we have to remember that each family's morning time has to be for individual families and that you need to pick and choose as mom what you think would be best to put into it. You don't have to do everything. Oh, definitely not. Um, you yeah. can't do everything. Almost impossible to do everything. Yeah. 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 So you find the things that work for you and take those and leave the rest. I mean, yeah. we have some morning time mottos around here. I think we're going to have to add that to our morning time mottos. That sounds good. Yeah. yeah. So all of these moms were like, we've been doing this a long time. And so I realized that this better together concept that moms had latched on to, this is a smart, efficient, good way to do th some things in my homeschool. And so, you know, that's kind of where the idea came from. Yeah, I, that's great. So why do you think so many moms decided that Better Together is a good thing? And why even call your book Better Together? Naming a book is hard. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you agree? <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't even trying to name it. I just, when I named my little ebook, I just put all of the words together and it's crazy long. So yours is uh, <laughs> certainly a more directed title and... Yeah, I think that's great. Well, okay. So I think I've mentioned a couple of these before already in the podcast. But first of all, being together in your homeschool is more efficient. It's, you know, a more efficient way to do school when you can actually combine students 
for some subjects. And I know that a lot of homeschool moms are really onto this concept and doing it. I think there's another kind of group of homeschool moms that would that love the idea of it, but struggle with the execution. You know, I love the idea of combining my kids, but I've got a third grader and a kindergartner. How am I going to make this work? And so we're hoping some of the resources in the book will help with that. And then you, you have some moms coming who are maybe new to homeschooling or who struggle with kind of shrugging off some of that public school mindset and have never even considered putting their kids together for certain subjects. Right. And so I'm hoping the book will definitely help them, you know, kind of latch onto that idea and realize that we don't have to be, you know, juggling 15 balls in our school day. We can combine kids for some of these subjects, some especially what we would call content area subjects like science or history, especially with elementary kids, any kind of range of elementary kids. You could really cover a lot of science and history in morning time with very little extra that your oldest kids would have to do to kind of make a more complete science or history education. And then definitely Better Together gives mom time to work in what we call a beauty subjects. Dawn has her beauty loop in her morning time. You know, it's kind of the spreading the feast kind of subjects that you want to get to in your morning time or you want to get to in your school day. And you wonder, how in the world am I going to fit those in? We never get to singing hymns or we never get to picture study or we never get to memorizing poems or we never get to, you know, reading Life of Fred. You know, this is something I would like to do in my homeschool, but I'm not going to have my kids stop doing their math curriculum. But these are fun books I'd like for my kids to see math in this fun way. Where am I going to put it? You know, this better together time is a time that you can do that. And they also are things that really span across the board ages. I mean, they're things that everyone can appreciate really good art or really good composition of music or, like you said, hymns and Bible. Those are things that mom and your kindergartner can all enjoy at their own place, but we can do it together. And that helps to build relationships and communication and that family culture that so many of us homeschool for. Yeah. And so you've hit on another reason right there. And I'm sure you did that on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) Me? Um, But yeah, the whole family culture aspect is another reason, you know, instead of everybody going off in those separate directions and, you know, your teen going to their room to work at their desk the entire day or the bickering elementary students, (laughs) does anybody else have those? And you've got to send one to the kitchen and (laughs) You know, just just to get yourself a few minutes peace. You've seen the masking tape on my table, right? Yes. yes. <laughs> but, you know, bring everyone together. Everyone learn the same thing. And we can't promise there's not going to be occasional bickering in morning time. No. Um, it's going to happen. But honestly, we have way less bickering in morning time than we do when they're all sitting there with their individual math books trying to get math done. Don't you? Yes, we do. And we don't necessarily sit at the table for morning time. They're kind of throughout the room. So sometimes we have some bickering about who is sitting where. But yeah, they're all enjoying the different things that we're doing and the variety, the quick pace. So it's it does help those relationships. But it also gives us a common vocabulary where we can talk through the issues where they are bickering and talk about forgiveness and repentance and really loving one another. Yeah. Yeah. And that 
common well and you've hit upon putting character formation however you decide to do it you know putting that kind of character formation stuff and the you know Cindy used to talk about morning time was always a great place for her to like review manners and mm. you know things like and she had a house full of boys and one girl and she would talk about things like you know you're supposed to put the toilet seat down <laughs> Have you brushed your teeth this morning before you even get started? Yeah. 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 So it's a great place to talk about being courteous to other people or, you know, asking forgiveness, asking repentance, you know, being repentant and asking forgiveness of one another. Um, You and Jennifer Dow had a great conversation on that. Yeah, we can link to that in the show notes. But it's it's almost it's a great practical part of your day as well. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so better together because it's efficient. I'm Uh I'm recapping. You know me. I love my recap. Uh, Yeah. It's efficient. It builds a family culture and a shared vocabulary. It has a practical aspect beyond just the efficiency. And anything else? It gives us a little bit of a liturgy or ritual to our day. And we are geared toward living in a habitual manner. And so it helps to kind of feed that desire. And I don't know about you. I've kind of lost that, but my kids love having a schedule and a routine. And so it really hits them right where they want to be going through their day. Yeah. And they look forward to it. They do. If you're one of those families who do morning time at the beginning of your day, it really does set the tone for the day. You know, and then Uh we, we have some families who are my kids don't get up at the same time, or I have kids who sleep late, or it just doesn't work for us to start the day with morning time. And maybe they do it right before lunch or right after lunch or the end of their day. And all of those are great, but still it gives the kids something to look forward to. They're going to remember where that morning time is supposed to be in their day and be awaiting that. You know, I've been thinking a lot recently about how important some of these things are that look like extras, but really they're the ones that drive our desire to read or write or do math. And so pulling those things together into one beautiful time of day, I think it's the kids crave those beautiful things and they help us to then reach into our regular, what could seem very plodding subjects. So yeah, putting it all together is better. I mean, seriously, my kids, I think enjoy morning time way more than anything else we do in our school. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. And we've already touched upon like, what are some of our favorite things about morning time? But if you had to pick one, Dawn, what would you say is your absolute favorite thing about learning together as a family? You know, I cannot carry a tune in a bucket with the lid nailed onto it, but I love singing with my kids. And, you know, it's way better to sing with them than to sing by myself. (laughs) I I I wouldn't do it. And so that we have a space in our day where we sing together, that has been just kind of a surprising and wonderful part of our morning time for all the years that we've done it. I've always thought it was really important. And so that's my favorite part. Yeah, it's funny because we always sing the doxology at the close of our morning time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we've been doing it for years. And so now Olivia, who has a really good ear for music, she started harmonizing on the doxology. <laughs> so it's nice. kind of fun. Yeah, it's, it's fun. She's She's gotten older and, you know, mom only sings like soprano. I can only do the melody. 
but she started throwing in the little harmonies and everything. And uh, it's kind of fun. Of course, her brothers are like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, no, it sounds good. Leave her alone. <laughs> yeah. And we've, you know, we've always done hymns because that's been an important part of what I wanted to do. And seeing my kids be able to sing hymns at church without the hymnal and get excited when they hear the beginning of, you know, one that they already know. That's just perfect. You know, I think my absolute favorite thing about morning time is the fact that my kids are excited to do it. So often in our school day, it's like, oh, we've got to do this or, oh, do we have to do that? But they really get excited to do morning time. At the end of our the year, I was kind of slacking on morning time. And Rebecca kept asking me, when are we going to do morning time again? I'm like, oh, because, <laughs> you know, sometimes you slump a little bit. and But they were really, you know, asking for it, which that's good, too. Yeah. And even Dawn and I slump on our morning time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you sometimes you fall into a, oh, I just need to get these other things done. You know, we yeah. can't put off doing the math page today. We're going to have to do the morning time, despite the fact that we know that morning. We know. Time. Yeah. yeah. But at the end of the school year, sometimes you just want to to check all the boxes and be done. And and morning time is not so conducive to checking all the boxes. That's not kind of what it's about. No, it isn't. It really isn't. And sometimes, yeah, I think that's what makes it so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Don't, we don't get to everything every day. Right. And so, and that's okay. We just get to the next thing when we get to it. Right. Yeah. Well, I think a, a big kind of myth or misunderstanding about morning time, other than the one we've already addressed in this episode about it doesn't have to be done in the morning, is that morning time is something that only classical or Charlotte Mason homeschoolers do. And Dawn, you run the Your Morning Basket Moms community on Facebook because my personality type is not a big community running personality type. And Dawn's <laughs> is. She does a fabulous job with it. And we're oh, so thanks. happy to have her. You've seen not just Charlotte Mason and classical homeschoolers oh, yeah. in that community, right? So absolutely. let's talk a little bit about how other kinds of homeschoolers might use morning time. Okay. So for people who do unit studies, when they are studying their whatever they've decided to work on for that term. Our friend Kara Anderson was doing an outdoor living unit study in the fall. And I could so easily see pulling some of those, you know, what are the fun things that you do when you're out hiking? You do some nature study. Sometimes you sing some, you know, camp or trail songs when you're on your way. There's just so many different little bits and pieces that you could pull together and put in a morning time that would enhance that study, but it might be hard to fit them into the rest of your, into, you know, the math and the literature and all of those other things, they might get lost in the shuffle. So you take kind of the little bits and pieces that you don't want to lose in your unit study and you pull them into morning time and you do it then. Okay. I have never thought of that. <laughs> Okay. When I put unit study on the list, I was thinking of going in a totally different direction, which I'll talk about in a second. But yeah, it's almost like there are, you know, these little bitty additional things, which maybe you're not going to give over a whole day to, or maybe you want to do more than once. 
as you go through your unit study and add those to a morning time. I was thinking that unit studies are like perfect for morning time because you're doing so much together. Together already. Yeah. So you just, you know, if you were sitting and looking, let's say at an Amanda Bennett unit study, I mean, 90% of what you do in that unit study is going to be done in a morning time situation. But I like your idea too of saying, okay, here is our, you know, Amanda Bennett unit study on the Civil War. And also we can, you know, take a few other little resources that I've found over here that I want to make sure we get to and put them in this morning time situation that, you know, might be a little separate. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What about either way? Yeah, either way. What about school at home? Well, you know, a lot of school at home is really pretty independent and done on a computer. So I think for those people, that's morning time is the perfect time to get everybody away from a screen and to be together. And even if it's only a very short amount of time, 10, 15 minutes of talking with one another about to pray together or to do, you know, a Bible reading or something like that. You can give yourself that community aspect before everybody is off to do their assigned work. Yeah. Or even later in the day, if you have kids who get up Mm -hmm. and get started at different times. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Either computer work or workbooks. I know some Mm -hmm. people, you know, have like a, a set of textbooks or workbooks that they work through and everybody's kind of working independently. Mm-hmm. But I love the idea of doing current events is another thing. With mm-hmm. the, what's the CNN? It's CNN 10. It used to be CNN Student News, but now it's called CNN 10. And it's just 10 minutes. I have it on my podcast app and I use my Chromecast and put it on the TV and we watch it every morning. But that is a great option for putting into a morning time. Yeah. Or reading aloud. You mm-hmm. know, if a school at home family wanted to come together and mm-hmm. put a read aloud or Some of those subjects that maybe aren't covered in that curriculum, in that either computer-based or textbook-based curriculum, like the picture study or artist study or poetry memorization or or things like that. Right. Just something else that you want to use to inspire your kids. You could even do, you know, at the dinner table after the dinner part with daddy and pull everybody together for a short something or other that would use the principles of morning time just at that time of day. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Get him involved. True too. What about Waldorf? I know we have some moms in our group who do a kind of a Waldorf education and they utilize morning time as well. Oh, there are so many different things that they do working with the seasons and thinking about very natural ways of pulling together seasonal poetry, seasonal songs. You know, Waldorf is not my strongest understanding, but I think that my friend Damore runs, a, I know she runs a Waldorf co-op and they definitely use morning time. And I think it's a lot of reading aloud and poetry and art, making art, not necessarily art study. Yeah. And Kara Anderson, we've mentioned her mm-hmm. earlier. She has had more of a Waldorfy influence earlier in her homeschooling. And she's, she's actually featured in the Better Together book. We have a profile of her in her morning time in there. And mm-hmm. she talks about the kids using kind of their, I can't remember what the Waldorf name for them is, but their subject books that they, they create these really beautiful notebooks 
And she talks about reading to them during morning time and them having their subject books out and working in them during that time based on, you know, the subjects that they're studying together. And I think, yeah, I think it's also they pull in. I know Damore also pulls in some like poetry tea time type things into her morning time. So I think that's another really good way to pull in to their better together. Do we have any unschoolers in the group? You know, I don't know of any unschoolers in the group. We need some unschoolers in the group. (laughs) I think morning time is really good for those moms who tend to be a little more relaxed or a little unschooling and Mm -hmm. they have concerns. They're like, okay, you know, I'm going to be, you know, a lot of times you'll hear somebody say, oh, I'm unschooly except for math. And unschoolers don't write me hate emails because Don doesn't want to read them. You know, I realize (laughs) unschooling is unschooling. But I also realize that there's a group of moms who really, for whatever reason, personality wise, they lean towards that direction. Maybe somebody who's doing kind of a title homeschooling, like Mm -hmm. Melissa Wiley talked about, and we can link to that. I just saw a picture on Instagram from our friend Colleen Kessler about her yes. morning invi- morning invitation on Monday, on, set up for Monday morning, where she just pulls a bunch of really interesting things together and sets them out on a table and her kids just kind of attack it. So you could totally do a morning time as invitational ideas, too. Oh, that's a really good idea. That's fabulous. And then I'm thinking about the poor mom who is worried. Are we getting enough math or are Mm. we getting enough history or whatever as they pursue their own interests? And I want to put just a few things in this basket and sit down with them at some point during the day and read Life of Fred with them or read the Sir Circumference books or read a history book or a biography, or something like that, so that I know that they're getting this little bit as they kind of pursue their own interests. So almost like, a yeah, it could certainly be done as an invitation, like you said. And there are very few kids I know, five, six, even up to 10 or 11 years old, even if I gave my kids the choice, and I invited them to come to morning time, they would still come to morning time. So I think most kids are going to take you up on that invitation, even if you just leave it an invitation. Right. I agree. I'm going to be doing something sort of like that. I'm going to institute, we're going to call it a keeping hour. And it's going to be kind of morning time-ish, but later in the day. So kind of a second one where these are different options that you can work on and we're going to have music and just make it a really relaxing time. And I'm going to work on mine too and just encourage everybody to be together doing things together. I think you could see an unschooling family doing work like that as well. Yeah. That Okay. You say that, that reminds me of Sue Elvis. That makes me think of, uh, of her and my conversation with her about unschooling, which we can link to in the show notes. <laughs> but her talking about coming to the table with her kids and she's working on her projects and they're all working on their projects. And that's what their school day looks like as they all, you know, bring whatever it is they happen to be working on at the time and, and all sit there and do it together. That's cool. Really goes to one of the principles that we emphasize in better together is that 
mom is a co-learner along with the kids. And there's that's such a rich, deep principle to think about. I think it's certainly good for unschooling and it's good for morning time. The idea that mom is modeling what learning looks like and the idea that the subjects that we do in a morning time situation are subjects that mom's learning right along with the kids. And enjoying learning. Yes. I was just listening to another podcast talking about how important it is that moms enjoy learning as well. And you know what? I enjoy morning time. And I think it's that's clear to my kids that I like the different things that we're doing. I wouldn't put them in morning time if I didn't. And that is why they're so excited about it, too. Yeah. And so this was something we hadn't even planned on talking about when we were talking about the benefits of being better together. But one of the benefits is just this mom is co-learner, you know, modeling, having something in your day that you really look forward to. Because I'm going to be honest with you, listening to them sound out words in phonics or trying to teach them fractions is not (laughs) something that I necessarily get a lot of joy from. (laughs) Right. But I could very much use the practice in memorizing a poem. It takes me like three times as long to memorize poems as my kids. But it's been very good for me at the same time to learn some of these things that they are learning. Yeah. Yeah. Because it makes us grow. It helps us grow as people too. Yep. Yeah. So yay, another benefit to chalk up there. That's right. Um, I love it. I love it. So hopefully we've kind of shown you guys, maybe let you guys, your wheels are turning, your gears are turning. If you were a person who never thought morning time would be something that you would do because it was only something that these other people did. Maybe there are some ideas going there that might, you might find it helpful. Yep. It's a great time for mom to practice some creativity and bringing everybody together to a table or a study or a room or a couch. It just is such a a rich time of the day. I would encourage everyone to give it at least a try. Before we talk about some of the uh, things we have going on with the book real quick, I just want to touch on, this is going to be easy, right? The very first time I sit down at the table to do morning time, (laughs) I'm going to like have this great big plan all planned out. And all my kids are just going to be sitting there looking at me adoringly going, yay, let's do this, right? Yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) We've done morning time since my oldest was three and she's 13 now. And it took a long time for it to be the best part of our day. It just took practicing it every day because free time play or sit with mommy and do and work hard. It is fun. It is beautiful, but it is still work. And so we, you know, we had to build slowly. We had to start with just one or two things and then build and add and do that. Oh, could this fit into morning time thinking over years, not over days? Yeah, I think that's just something to keep in mind is that if at first you try this and you don't succeed, then try, try again. I mean, give it start slow and small and build from there. And we're going to talk about that in just a second. We've got a great tool for you to do that. But don't expect it to be idyllic 
from the very beginning. And actually, no. even once you, you've been doing it for 10 years, it's not always going to be that <laughs> It's way. not always idyllic. <laughs> yeah. So Because um, everybody has a bad morning or everybody has, you know, you, you have ebbs and flows just like in everything else in life. Yeah. So it's worth it for the days that it really does. It really does click and bear fruit, but don't expect it to always be perfect, despite the fact that we're still going to sing its praises. So Cindy Rollins calls it the long haul, right? Exactly. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon. And uh, we're going to reap those benefits for a long time and well into the future after they've left your homeschool. But it's not always easy. Okay, so speaking of starting small and growing slowly, we actually have a bonus that's going along with the Better Together book. So let me tell you a little bit about that and how you can get it. So today is March 13th, and the book is actually available for sale today on Amazon. You can get it either a print copy or a Kindle copy. And if you go to the page homeschoolbettertogether.com. That'll take you to a page on my site. There's lots of information there about the book. You can see the book trailer and read more about it. And there are links there that you can click to go to Amazon. And also on that page is a form. So if you buy the Better Together book before March 31st, you can fill out that form right there and give us your receipt number. And we will send you our bonus for kind of our little early order bonus. We're not, it's not really a pre-order bonus. It's a little early order bonus that we'll send to you. It is a set of morning time plans. These are pre-made morning time plans. They're seven weeks long. They are start slow or start small, build slow morning time plans. Oh, one of our mottos that you mentioned earlier. Yes, exactly. And so basically we have planned out things for you to do in your morning time. And we set up the schedule for you so that we're easing you into it. You're just doing a few things at a time and building until at the very end of it, you're going to have a full-blown morning time going. Okay. So building habits and putting ideas together. I like it. And just trying to make things easier on a mom who's interested in doing this. But, you know, where do I start choosing poetry and which artists do I do for artist study? Uh And, you know, where can I find some beautiful art or some nature study ideas? And we've put all of that in there for you. That sounds great. So homeschoolbettertogether.com will take you to the book landing page. You can find all the information there about purchasing the book and getting access to the bonus morning time plans as well. Through March 31st, 2018. Through March 31st, 2018. That's right. I'm so excited about this book coming out. I think it's going to be such a help and it's really beautiful, beautifully put together. And I've read it a couple of times now and I've gotten ideas and and suggestions to make my morning time better. And like I said, I've been doing this for almost for a decade. So I think it's going to be a great help to the homeschool community. Well, thank you so much for saying that. And I'm I'm happy you found something helpful in it since I've tortured you by making you read it through tortured more than me. once. <laughs> and thanks so much for coming on here with me today to tell people about the book and why homeschooling better together is, is a good thing. Yeah, it's our own little personal homeschool party 
this is our way we party, right? Two introverts talking on the phone. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. But I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to do it. Glad to do it. And there you have it. Now, if you would like links to the books, resources, and blog posts that Don and I chatted about today, you can find them on the show notes for this episode of the podcast. That is at pambarnhill.com forward slash YMB48. Also on the same show notes, you can find a link where you can get your very own copy of the book, Better Together. Be sure to get that before March 31st so you can get access to those wonderful free morning time plans that we have for you, as well as a $5 discount off of your next set of morning time plans. I'll be back again in a couple of weeks with another great Your Morning Basket interview. Until then, keep seeking truth, goodness, and beauty in your homeschool day. Mm